0: You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, folks, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ahmed Munawar, founder and chief marketing officer at Boutique Growth, where we help professional services firms build actionable marketing plans so they can generate more leads and win more business. Today on the show, I've got a great guest for you in Paige Wilhide. Paige is a video marketing expert, she's a YouTuber, she's the person that you want on camera. She's so good at it, she's so natural, she's so talented, and she's got a lot of great advice to share with you on how to get started with video. If you've been following on the show previously, we talked about why video is the future of digital marketing. And I hopefully laid out the case as to why you should be taking video very, very seriously and why it should be part of your marketing mix in the near future. And now Paige is going to help us kind of get over that initial hurdle, get over that initial obstacle of getting started with video. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it can be time consuming, but it doesn't need to be that hard. And Paige is going to give you some really practical advice to get over those initial hurdles, get over some of the mindset issues that we often have when we get on camera and just get started. If you want to grab the show notes to this episode, you can head over to forecast.fm slash page. That's forecast.fm slash P-A-I-G-E. Okay, before I let you go, if you're not yet on the forecast email newsletter, you are really, really, really missing out. Every week, once a week, we send out an email with the audio lesson for the week, the interview for the week, and the best curated resources that we want to share with you about marketing for professional services leaders. To get on that email newsletter, head over to forecast.fm slash newsletter. That's forecast.fm slash newsletter, and we'll make sure that you get all the good stuff delivered to your inbox every single week. So that's enough out of me. Let's hear from Paige. Hey Paige, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Oh my gosh, thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here, of course.
0: (laughs) You're so energetic, you're gonna make me sound bad.
1: Well, you know, I try to amp up the energy when I know I'm on camera. I know I'm on a podcast or something because like I got to bring the energy, you know.
0: (laughs) That is absolutely why you're here on the show, because we want you to give us some real good, honest advice about video marketing.
1: Great. That's what I'm here for.
0: (laughs) Paige, I think that if we ask most people about video and the importance of video, I think they'll kind of understand you know, why it's important, why it's a powerhouse now and why it's hard to ignore video marketing. But that comes with the fact that video is tough, right? It's tough to get started with. There's a few major obstacles that prevent people from getting their videos in order. So I want you to start off by just giving us the pitch, right? (laughs) Why should we as business owners, entrepreneurs, professional services, leaders, why should we take video marketing so seriously?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's so funny. There's so much statistics out there that say, you know, video converts so much better than copy, or you know, a landing page without video uh, will do worse at conversions than a landing page with a video. Um, And it's just there's so much out there that tells us, yeah, video works, and and it's the best way to form an authentic human connection with your audience, right? But When we look at the other side of the statistics and actually like how many of these companies, these small businesses are actually using video or are planning to use video, it's actually a really small percentage. I think um, last year it was around like to the 22% mark. And that's the part that just totally blows my mind because video is becoming so much more accessible as a tool for storytelling and for marketing and for business communication every single person i'm like we have hd cameras i'm holding my phone right hat right now in my hand we have hd cameras inside our pockets like pretty much at all times right and we sleep next to these things that are they're just permanent fixtures in our lives at this point But it's becoming so much easier to do, yet people aren't doing as much video as they could be or should be doing. And so why video? Like The overall big pitch is that it is there's so much noise out there, and it is the way that you're going to stand out above all that noise and have your voice heard by the people who are there to hear it and who need to hear it and who want to learn from you.
0: And I think if you look at your own kind of personal media consumption, right, on Mm -hmm. whether it's Facebook or YouTube or whatever it may be, I'm willing to bet that a lot of our listeners consume more video than anything else.
1: Oh, my gosh. If you just think about, like, just reflect on everybody in the audience and, you know, everyone listening, just reflect on how you scroll through your Facebook feed, right? What do you stop at? you are so much more likely to pause at the videos and not play them not like pu- you're not going to push the play button cuz they autoplay first of all and they don't have any audio so it doesn't really like feel like an interruption in your day it's just sort of it's become this it's like folded very seamlessly into our social media lives and we don't even really notice it until we look back and reflect on okay how much video did I actually consume today yeah it's probably a majority of my media consumption
0: Yeah, and I think one of the points that you made is so critical is that very few people are taking advantage of this, despite the fact that for consumption, it's so much easier to consume video and consumers and buyers are more likely to consume. Quick anecdote, just to highlight that point, you know, I push as many of my clients as possible towards video marketing. Luckily, some of them actually listen to me. And one (laughs) client in particular, they're in a very kind of buttoned up, you know, B2B consulting space. They're selling to large corporates and large enterprises. Mm -hmm. And so video marketing is... Is not something that their customers are accustomed to, or that they see very often. So these guys are doing weekly videos with their CEO, which is a big commitment, right? To take oh, out the CEO's okay. time, right? And we batch them, so we do once a month. We do a handful of videos, but it's, it's half a day, no matter how you look at it, right? It's a yeah. big commitment. And I'll be honest; I mean, sometimes I get questioned about, well, is, is this really worth it? Is the ROI there? Are we doing? Are we spending our time on things that actually matter? And in recently, they went to uh, their sales team went to one of the uh, one of the big conferences, annual conference in their space and they said there were so many people that we talked to there who when we mentioned our company's name they said oh yeah 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 i've seen your ceo's videos on linkedin
1: and it's an automatic
0: door opener all of a sudden they're getting conversations because they recognize the brand name from the video
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all about just building that brand awareness. And that's not necessarily something that you can actually measure an ROI on. But over time, like you said, it just builds this name, this brand, and this ability to recognize you in the marketplace and stand out.
0: Yeah, a lot of the sales guys that I work with, they respect the field of marketing, but they, you know, their bread and butter is sales. They'll say at worst, you know, marketing is a credibility shield for a salesperson. So at the very least, when a salesperson picks up the phone and makes a call or tries to engage a buyer in a conversation, at the very least, marketing should develop that brand awareness so the buyer actually knows who you are and you're not a complete stranger. And I think video is a really powerful way to develop that brand awareness.
1: Oh, it's so powerful. And you know, people don't like being sold to like nobody likes to be sold to right. But people love buying from brands that they know and believe in. And that's what video does. It tells it it develops this narrative around your brand, and creates a story that you have control over telling right so that when someone encounters your brand, all of a sudden, they don't feel like they're being sold to they're ready to buy.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, just think about how much more you can communicate on video than you could in text or even audio, right? Your personality comes through, the way that you communicate comes through, your point of view comes through, and you just can't communicate that in any other medium, can you?
1: No, not at all it's I mean it just think of it like if you're going online to a website and then going into that that same company's retail store right so there's just an experience around being there in person and that's really what video recreates for the user
0: yeah here's another example I recently took up kickboxing lessons so I was, nice.
1: well,
0: yeah, well, not very good, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's kicking my ass, uh, which is a good thing, ultimately. So I was googling for local kickboxing studios in my city, and you know, I found some very kind of stale websites and. It was kind of hard for me to sift through which studios were the right fit for me, which ones were more serious and so on. And and I picked one ultimately and I went in and it was like this amazing studio that was really, really busy. They had awesome trainers, you know, great people that came out and that my first experience was amazing. And I kept thinking to myself, geez, if they only had a video on their website (laughs) where I could experience this before coming in, because they'd likely have more people coming in the door if they had something like that.
1: Oh my gosh. Welcome to my brain every single day. Like that is exactly where I am. My mind is all the time. It's like, this person needs a video. This would be great if there was a video. They would make so much more money if they had a video on their website.
0: Yeah, totally. So listen, that said, it's still hard. And as much as you might try to convince us that it's easy, I still think it's hard. Yeah. So I'm looking for some advice, Paige. Let's say I want to take video seriously. Let's say, you know, I'm convinced that this is worth doing for my brand, for my business. It's still hard for me to get on camera and to talk to this lens, right? Oh, (laughs) my God. With no human being in front of me to interact with. What are some tips you can give us to just make that process easier?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not natural, is it? It's like... So uncomfortable looking into a robot or a machine and protect, like trying to be personable or trying to be you. It's bizarre and weird and not natural. So the first thing I say is like just know that it's not you you know it's not like if you feel uncomfortable if you feel fear when you're approaching doing video that it has nothing to do like there's nothing wrong with you you are a totally normal human being because human beings are born and bred to interact with other human beings and not robots maybe down the line that'll change and you know evolution (laughs) will um will help us interact with robots in a very seamless way but right now it's different so my first tip is just like Let go, like, let go of all of that stuff that, you you know, your fears, your anxiety, give yourself permission to be silly. And that is one of the biggest tips I can give. Because once you grant yourself that permission, you have this like freedom, right? And this veil kind of lifts, And then you just can go a little crazy and wacko and wild and nobody's going to see it if you edit it out, like fine, you can edit it out, but let your guard down a little bit. And that is one of the biggest barriers to, to like, just start getting over that fear is just like, let yourself be silly, you know? So that's really like, you just have to shift that mindset a little bit from fear to permission to be silly.
0: Can I tell you that that is so important? I wish we'd spoken a few months ago before I recorded my video <laughs> series. One of the first things that Paige said to me when we were talking earlier, she looked at my homepage and looked at my video on the homepage and said, hey, first thing you should do is, is change the thumbnail on this video because you look <laughs> petrified. <laughs> and I said, well, that's because I was freaking scared out of my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, you definitely chose a particularly like fearful-looking thumbnail. There are other shots in there that are much better that (laughs) are preferable for you to use.
0: So what else you got for me in terms of tips or hacks?
1: So another mindset shift is not to focus on yourself. A lot of times, you know, we get really, really involved in how do I look and what am I saying? And is it going to make sense? And it's we're internalizing all this stuff. When the person that this video is about is not you is not the person in front of the camera it's the person watching the video and so if you can shift all of your energy and all of your focus to that one person like pick one person that you know loves your videos right or that would love your videos if you ever put them out and even if you like print out their photo and tape it right below the lens, just so you can remember, you can remind yourself, this is not about me, this is about this person, and this person is who I'm here to serve. Because we're putting out this content for a reason, right? You know, we want to get it off of this whole idea of self-promotion. It's not about self-promotion. It's about building a brand so that you can help other people and help change people's lives. And you need to focus on who that person is, whose life you're changing. That will transform the way that you are on camera because the focus will go off of yourself and it'll make it a lot easier to provide really, really valuable content that you know the people on the other side of the screen, the people watching you are just going to devour.
0: There's just some good old fashioned marketing advice right there that applies it to is. anything, right? It's not about you. It's not about how smart you are or how good you look. It's entirely about the customer, the buyer, the reader, the listener, the viewer. Focus on providing value to them, and less about you. And you know, it's natural, right? That when you get on camera, or you get on a podcast, or you know, whatever it may be, you want to look, sound, and feel smart. A
1: hundred percent. Yep, you do.
0: But that's ultimately a distraction from providing value to the audience.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a really hard thing to let go of, too, because I even, you know, to this day, you know, I've been doing videos for years now. And to this day, it still is like, oh, God, I, my makeup is just not on point today. You know, I can't do this video, but I'll do I'll do it anyway, because I just changed that whole, that whole mindset. And I'm like, nope, this isn't about me. It's about them.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. And that that really comes back to, you know, letting go and and giving yourself permission to loosen up. I've done a couple of videos just kind of with my iPhone in the office for a DIY just to dabble a little bit. And the content was good. I knew it was valuable, but I didn't like the way the shot looked and I didn't like the way that I looked. I didn't like this and all these like really superficial kind of like narcissistic things. Yeah. And, And I let that stop me from releasing the video, which I think was probably a big mistake.
1: Yeah. Oh, a huge mistake. Any content and footage that is collecting dust on a hard drive somewhere is just money and time down the drain.
0: Yeah, for sure. What else do you have for us, Paige, in terms of mindset hacks?
1: So here's a big one. And this is actually what I started with today in the podcast is you are the energy. So because this whole like... The, looking at a computer or looking at your phone or a, a camera, it's not natural because you're not getting any feedback from the camera. So it's like, it's like going on a, a date with someone who's not answering you and not looking at you. And it's just like, I'm not getting anything. Like, can I get a little bit of feedback here? So because of that, it is a very one-sided interaction that you're having with this device. And you need to be an elevated, amped up, more energetic version of yourself because you can't count on the computer or your phone or the camera to bring the other side of that energy or to contribute to the other side of that conversation. It's a one-sided conversation. And just like that goes back to being silly is like you own that conversation and really dive into it and just like go crazy and be a just bigger version of yourself. Cause that's what you have to do when you're doing this.
0: I think this is a point that a lot of people underestimate, It's very different being on video and having somebody watch your video than being in a real-life conversation where in a real-life conversation, you don't need to be bouncing off the walls to get someone's attention because because you're right in front of them. and, And, well, what else are they going to do? You're in a conversation, right? But on video, you don't have the luxury of that undivided attention. They can click away, click pause, go and do something else at a moment's notice. So you've really got to bring your best game and make sure that you're captivating, energetic, much more than you would be in person because that's what the medium requires.
1: Totally, totally. And I mean, it may feel like you're, you know, being over the top. But it really is there is because there's so much noise out there. Just think about what you see on your Facebook feed when you're scrolling down, it's text on the screen and people jumping up and down and cat videos, you know, all this, there's all kinds of stuff. So you're fighting for that attention. And, you know, not just that attention, but that attention within a three second like time period, that's, cutting it that's not much time to grab someone's focus
0: so one of the things that i do Paige, when i have clients who are just kind of getting started with video and they're kind of struggling in the beginning and i'll bet you do something similar i'm curious to hear what you do in Mm -hmm. in this scenario but i'll if they're struggling i'll actually sit down in front of them beside the camera just kind of off to the side a little bit and as they're talking i'll smile and nod
1: Mm. And, and i find that
0: makes a huge difference
1: Oh my gosh, it makes a huge difference. That's what I do the same thing actually when I'm working with clients because sometimes I'll do an interview with clients so they're looking off to the side of the camera and looking at me or sometimes the, the client will look right into the camera if it's more of a sales, you know, direct sales video. So for that, I just like make sure I make these like, you can't see it right now, but I'm making these expressive facial expressions. Like in cheerleading, they used to be call, used to call them facials because you have to be like really bright and big. But they just, that per, having that in their peripheral vision acknowledges that they're doing it right. They're okay. They're safe. And they're, you know, knocking them out and killing it. So that's a really, really, really good exercise to do. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: There you go. Short of hiring Paige, if you can find yourself your own personal cheerleader, (laughs) you know, a spouse, a significant other, child, friend, then, you know, bring them in and and make them smile and make faces and and you'll be better off for it.
1: Oh my gosh. There you go. There's a new business, personal, your own personal cheerleader.
0: (laughs) Listen, Paige, let's get into some production tips now, if we can. Let's say yeah. I'm I'm convinced, you know, all right, Paige, you got me. I want to do video, right? How do I get started on the production side?
1: Yeah, so this is where it gets like kind of nitty gritty and technical, right? So there's a lot of different options. And like I was saying before, the DIY option is such a great choice. It is the way to go. It's low barrier to entry. Like I said, you can do it on your phone you just kind of have to get a couple things right, like putting yourself in the light, right? So if wherever the light source is, where your camera sees the light source in the frame, that is where the, the focus is gonna be because the camera gravitates towards light. So if there's light on your face, it'll put the focus on your face. If there's light behind you, it'll put the focus on the window behind you and your face will be in the dark. So just as much as you can, try to get yourself in the light. Um, That might affect what time of day that you actually shoot your videos. So technically speaking, that's one of the big tips I give. Also, always, always, always do um, landscape mode and not portrait mode. So just turn your phone towards like like horizontally so that you've got it in uh, landscape mode. And those are the two biggest tips for shooting on your phone. If you wanted to get a little bit bigger and higher production value, there are some DSLRs that are great that are like consumer level DSLRs. Canon makes a great the Rebel T three I think they're like or the T five I now or T six I, but that's a great model for doing a DSLR. And then anything above that, I would if you really are going to invest, I would hire a team, find a film school person, you know, someone just graduating from film school or go on Craigslist and say, hey, I need a videographer to help me out with some uh, marketing videos. Any kind of student or former student would be happy to build their resume with your content. So those are some just really easy ways to get started. And that's the production side, right? So then when it comes to the post-production side, the editing this is where I get stopped up, and my best investment I've ever made was hiring an editor because it saves me so much time, and it makes the product look so much better than if I can do it myself. I used to do my all my own editing, and it's like a mess. So find an editor again—Craigslist or a film school. Go to a film school website and contact the. There's always like a career placement person at, at these film schools. So contact them and say, you know, I have a, I have a gig for somebody. So hiring an editor is really, really a great option if you want to edit on your own and learn how to edit. iMovie is not my favorite, but it will get the job done. And then I used Adobe products. So Adobe Premiere Pro is the next step up if you really want to learn how to edit your own stuff and get really good at it and start to get some like really polished content out there.
0: So I think a lot of people kind of underestimate, or sorry, overestimate rather how much is involved to just build a really simple DIY setup. Let me tell you what my setup is, Paige, and you can tell me if you think it's good or not. But
1: okay, you know,
0: my approach was keep it as simple as possible so I can actually get started without getting in my own way. So instead of going out and actually have a DSLR, but it doesn't have an audio input. So instead of buying a new camera, an expensive camera, I was due for a new phone. So I went ahead and splurged and got the iPhone 7 Plus because I know it's got a killer camera and it can Hi. do 4K video. And that's going to be... That's going to be better than most anyways, right?
1: Beautiful video. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so look, you need a phone anyways, right? So spend the extra few hundred dollars to get a phone with a killer camera, and then you should be good to go, right? Okay. And then I've got the Rode SmartLav lavalier microphone.
1: Yep, love on. that one. Love
0: that little guy. It's a YouTube favorite, I think, right?
1: Yeah. It <laughs> you know,
0: plugs right into my phone. Yeah, it's not the best microphone in the world, but again, it's better than most people's, right?
1: Yeah, it's less than $100, I think, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And then in terms of lighting, you know, I, I went ahead and see, I'm the kind of person that buys all the gear first right? mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then I let it sit in my office until I feel really guilty about having spent all that money and then I actually <laughs> start using it. So, so again, I bought a podcast <laughs> microphone about about six months before I started podcasting and just sat it on my desk for a while until I finally said, you know what, I better I better actually use this thing. So, oh
1: God, so, so I went
0: out you know, last year, I think it was and bought um, four softbox lighting lights.
1: Nice. And, Those and, are like, great.
0: And they're not even expensive, right? Like they're probably not product, you know, like really high quality, uh, you know, commercial quality or grade lights. But you know what? They do the job in my office.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to get the commercial. I would think you were crazy if you went out and bought like these crazy, you know, thousand dollar lights. That's perfect. And as much as you can diffuse the light, like the soft boxes, and I don't know if you can like post a picture somewhere, but the soft boxes really help diffuse the light because it's like this white screen in front of it. um, So you don't have this direct light on you. And next to, you know, regular sunlight, natural daylight, that's the next best thing. Yeah. And it's easy to control. So if, you know, if you're in a studio space, like a, a basement or something where there is no natural light, it's easier to control the light if you do have your own lights and you can put them up and move them around a little bit.
0: Yeah, definitely. Paige, listen, this has been really, really helpful. You've given a lot of incredible advice and tips to get started. I want to thank you for, for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. And I, I you know, I hope I provided value. I hope this was this was so fun for me. So that's all that matters, right?
0: Well, my <laughs> bet is that you've left people wanting more. So how can people find you and learn more from you?
1: You can find me. My website is pagemedia.com and you can find me on Instagram. I'm a big I love Instagram and that's just at PageMedia on Instagram.
0: And spoiler alert, but word on the street is Paige is building a course, a DIY Uh, course. Yes, I
1: am. A DIY course. I'm so excited. And it's all videos. So you get like videos of me being just weird (laughs) every day in your inbox. And then you get to like do create your own videos by the end of the course. It's just going to be so bomb.
0: That's awesome. So I assume you're going to go into more depth on all these topics that we talked about here today, then.
1: Yes, exactly. We're gonna dive deep and we're also gonna get into like marketing strategy with video as well.
0: Excellent. Now how does one get on that list page?
1: That's a great question. I don't know. I don't have that set up. I should have that set well, up. Why don't
0: why don't we send people to your homepage? Because you've got to download there and then they'll get yeah. on list that way and then and then you'll announce it to your list, I assume, right?
1: That's a great idea. Let's do that. You can download my, and it's also a free ebook, which is the one hour video marketing plan, which is just going to like kickstart your video marketing. And from there, I will let you know about the next course when it opens up.
0: Sounds great. Listen, links to Paige's website will be in the show notes to this episode over at forecast.fm. Paige, thank you so much. This has been great. Thank you. it's me again thank you so much for listening to the show if you want to grab the show notes to this episode head over to forecast.fm slash page that's forecast.fm slash p-a-i-g-e also if you like the show me a favor, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It helps more people discover the show. You can do that by going to forecast.fm slash iTunes. That'll pull up the show page and then click on the link and it'll open up iTunes either on your desktop or your mobile phone, whichever one you're on. And then you can go ahead and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you so much. Tune in next time.